Whether you are starting a business or running a business, maybe you are producing a podcast like The Kara Golden Show. Let's face it, it's always way harder than one might expect. Lots of little details, meticulous planning, producing product, guest coordination, editing, promoting each episode. It's all a ton of work. Managing merchandise, managing cases and book sales too, layer after layer of complexity. And if you're like me, looking for ways to operate more efficiently and effectively is the name of the game. That's why I'm going to let you in on a little secret. ShipStation, the tool that is here to help you and you need to know all about it. With ShipStation, you can integrate with all the places you sell online, optimize your shipping, save costs and time. Personally, ShipStation has been a lifesaver for me. Its automation features allow me to manage orders from anywhere and print shipping labels with just a click. Seriously, it's that easy. And the cost savings? Unbelievable. With discounts up to 89% off carrier rates, you can't go wrong. Significant savings. And who doesn't want that? An easy-to-use dashboard, robust reporting. Oh, and did I mention that over 130,000 companies have leveraged ShipStation to grow their businesses? Not much churn either. 98% of them stay with ShipStation because it truly works. ShipStation is it. So if you're ready to streamline your shipping process and focus more on what you love, head over to ShipStation.com, the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code CARA to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, code CARA. Use code CARA for a free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code CARA. I am unwilling to give up. That I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out. Knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control. 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 Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders. We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden at the Kara Golden Show, and I'm so excited to have my next guest here. We have Suzanne Lerner. Uh, who is the co-founder and CEO of Michael Stars. And I am so thrilled to have her. We actually met on this group that we're a part of called The List, yay for The List, um, filled with amazing, amazing, uh, iconic uh women that are really trying to learn and and network and it's it's uh super super amazing but i was so excited that Suzanne joined the list because i have followed her brand for years so this episode is going to be an amazing learning session but also how do you build a brand that stays it's one that is uh actually founded in 1986 and she founded it with her 
husband uh, and just a batch of screen printed t-shirts. And I'm super, super thrilled to hear more about how she's built the company and all the the waves that she's uh, been challenged with over the, for the years and gotten through, as everybody knows, through my book, Undaunted. I mean, that's something that I, I really, really, you know, want more and more people to share as well so that we can all learn through that. Um, she's also just given back to so many communities, both domestically and, interna- and internationally through personal grants, impact investments. We were just talking about uh, getting ready to be a B Corp too, and she's got the Michael Stars Foundation. So, so excited to have you here, Suzanne. Thank you, Kara. I am so excited too. And you know what? I remember meeting you in line at a TED Women conference. Oh, we were standing waiting to go in the door. And I said, Hi, I'm Suzanne. And you said, Hi, I'm Kara. And I knew about Hint Water. And it was really exciting to meet you then. I'll never forget that I met you in that line. And, you know, I always say to people, connect up wherever you are. It's Your network so is so true. important. It's, it's so, so true. It's great to reconnect with you on the list. Absolutely. Well, so talk to me a little bit about, we've obviously done a little research on you, but, uh, but like, let's talk about your childhood a little bit. Like, where did you grow up? Did you always know you were going to be an entrepreneur? What, what, how did you think about what, what you were going to end up doing? I don't think I thought about it. I, I grew up in a family of, I would say there were entrepreneurs. My dad was a road rep for jewelry lines. Hmm. So he was on the road from Monday to Friday. My mom was a bookkeeper. And uh, on the weekends, I'd help my dad. I'd file invoices. I'd look at the jewelry. I'd help him tag the line. So I knew that side of the world. And I only knew family members that worked for themselves. I didn't really uh, have people that worked in large corporate jobs. And thinking about back now, I I think my dad probably really hated that world Mm -hmm. and that life. So he chose to go on the road. And my mom had to work because they really didn't make much money. Uh, so I was more of a latchkey kid, uh, two older brothers, always fighting for myself. But I remember I was thinking back when you, I knew I was going to be asked this question. At seven or eight years old, I decided I was going to make eau de toilette from like lilies of the valley that my mother's backyard. Oh, my God. So I really I must have had this entrepreneurial spirit for a long time. Um, and just uh, always was interested in other people and being out there. I, I was really love fashion. But I lived in hand-me-downs. So I had to make some of my own clothes and um, wearing blue jeans. So nobody's wearing blue jeans, getting expelled from school. Well, I actually suspended from school because I was wearing blue jeans, like kind of pushing the envelope of things like that. So uh, I think that was kind of how I started out. Uh, And then I just ended up traveling. I, I dropped out of college. It just wasn't for me. I realized I probably had ADD. I, I love doing a lot of different things, but uh-huh. studying wasn't the best part of it. I love sitting in class and learning and listening. So I worked as a secretary and uh, for many different companies, like a Kelly Girl Temp, and then ended up traveling. I went to Europe by myself at the age of 21, came back for some more school, and then decided my big dream was to travel overland. In those days, everybody was backpacking. So I ended up in Australia working and then backpacked all the way through Southeast Asia, Thailand, Nepal, and ended up in India and meeting so many women along the way and working. I mean, I even worked for a a German NGO in Nepal, in uh, Bhaktipur, Nepal, typing for them for two weeks. 
it was so much money. It was $2 an hour. Like it helped me travel for another couple of months until I ran out of money. And then I met a really lovely Indian woman in a small shop in New Delhi. And we became friends. And I realized there were not a lot of women out there in business. It didn't strike me because I had always said it on my own. My mom was really kind of on her own. My aunt had a jewelry business. And she invited me to join a couple of other people in a clothing company, hmm. a fashion brand. I knew nothing about it. Uh, I loved my 17 magazines in Vogue when I was growing up, but I didn't really think of myself as a fashion maven or understanding. So I joined an English woman who was designing and living in Kabul, Afghanistan, a French-American guy who was the financier, and another guy who lived in Los Angeles hmm. who had an art gallery, and they were importing jewelry and sweaters from Morocco. And I said, okay, I'll do it. And I just said, yes. I didn't know how to do it. What was the name of this brand? The name of the brand was Susie Wong. This was, I was Susie and Roger was Wong. So that's how we started our business and literally knew nothing. We had then, then uh, Alain and Margaret, the designer and the backer broke up and we were left with nothing but the idea for a business. And Roger and I looked at each other and I said, I met some people in Old Delhi that have this incredible line of clothing they export to India, to uh, Italy. And Roger said, fine. He took his credit card. We put it on the ticket. I called my parents and said, you did not pay for my college education. Will you lend me the money for this business? And I knew it was a lot of money for them to invest. It was $15,000. And they said, yes. I, they believed in me. So um, I got on a flight and I showed up in India and I walked up to 19 Chandi Chok to the Sardar Silk Company and walked in the door and they said, Susie. And they said, we don't work with Americans, but you, we will work with. So they gave me samples and I went back to Los Angeles and I went out, we went out and sold them. And that's how it started. Um, and um, I would go back to India to check production. We did pretty well the first year, but then there were quota issues with customs that closed down the entire market from India for two months. And we had, we had products sitting in that um, customs. So um, when it finally came out, we had to close the business, failed, but I started getting jobs in the industry and learning the business. Wow. So I guess it was my college education. What do you think was the big, when maybe your first big failure, right? What, what did you learn? Yeah. Like, what do you remember, like thinking back as the, as Steve Jobs used to say, like the dots eventually connect. Like, do you think that there were key points there that sort of made you feel uh, like, I mean, probably a lot of points, but, but what, what was like that one thing that you feel like was kind of the nail in the coffin? God, I was so young and unaware. Mm -hmm. I, it's really knowing everything about what you need to know. The reason why it failed is because I didn't understand that the quota was being counted when it came into America and that India was giving quota away and not keeping track. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's knowing enough about your business and all the things around you and all the other companies around you that form part of your business. That You have to know everything. As much as possible. I think that's so true. So Michael Stars. So so you met this guy, right? And yeah, yeah. You know, um, in 1983, I 
stopped working for other big companies. I just was fed up. I really realized I needed my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and one of my old bosses that I reached out to on LinkedIn, he said to me, you were aggressively so smart, but so nice about it that you would have done a better job than you, the guys you reported to. He said, I will never forget you. I thought that, that was like a long time ago. And I started my own repping business, independent rep. And I did that for three years until I met Michael and continued that business into a national repping organization with four national showrooms. But started out in a 210 square foot showroom going on the road selling. Uh, and Michael Stars came about because I was sitting in my showroom and this guy walked in with screen printed sweatshirts. And um, I liked him. But I had just gone into business with someone. It was going to be difficult to take on another brand. But I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And he really was a good salesperson. And eventually, I got up the nerve to call him back to tell him I didn't want to rep the line. But I asked him on a date. So I was 34. I didn't. I mean, I don't know. We just like, I don't know what it was. And he was like, who is this? I just want somebody to rep my line. So we went out to dinner a couple of days later. And that was it. A week later, the screen he had the artist put the screen, they weren't screen prints, they were hand painted on t-shirts. And I said, My God, I can sell these. So we put them up and customers like in the old days, it was Fred Siegel and Barney's and Bloomingdale's, all the top brands, the Theodores, the stores that some of them don't exist anymore, came in the showman bought them. So we just became this iconic brand. Every celebrity was wearing a printed t-shirt with a blazer over it. Um, they were big and oversized. They were as, as the industry calls them blanks, we didn't manufacture them. We bought them from the market, which so many entrepreneurs now are doing with their own t-shirt brands Sure, to get started. And that's how we started. Uh, and we built it up. And in two years, it was just amazing. And then people were, oh, we like the prints, but. So we started just garment dyeing solid t-shirts. Yeah, which and were awesome. With a, family fa- a family factory in Pennsylvania, who we used for many years. And produced everything in America. And I, at one point, we had 28 to 32 colors a season. My living room table was like covered with colors all the time. And I would go out and buy things I liked and were cute. And we'd create styles around it. And they were all one size. Wow. So it it just became this iconic brand. And uh, it, we had some incredible years of business. And you incredible. had many celebrities. I feel like Madonna and I, I mean, so many people have worn everybody, Michael. Friend, we are, everybody was wearing Michael Starr's t-shirts. It was fun. Yeah, no, it's, it was a- it's just absolute. And I certainly bought my fair, my fair share and, and uh, my parents bought me my, my fair share back in, back in the eighties for sure. It was the hottest, absolutely the hottest thing. How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. 
Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning, too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is The Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell, or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that The Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of the Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for the Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. 
That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Winter is here and going to the grocery store in the cold feels like even more of a chore when you could be warming up by the fire inside. Well, with America's number one meal kit, you can have ingredients brought right to your door, saving you the hassle of a trip to the supermarket. HelloFresh provides fresh pre-portioned recipes delivered to you to make home cooking simple, more affordable, and most importantly, fun. Plus, HelloFresh doesn't just save you time spent on shopping for food. It also helps you cut back on prep. With gourmet, customizable options that can be ready in 30 minutes or less, it's never been easier to put restaurant-quality food on the table without overbuying groceries or spending money on takeout. Easily change your delivery day, food preferences, and plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. As someone who's usually working late or super on the go, I know that having quick, fresh meals ready to go in my kitchen can be a lifesaver. Have your food work for you. Go to HelloFresh.com slash KaraGolden16 and use code KaraGolden16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash KaraGolden16 and code Kara Golden 16. Have you ever left a meeting feeling like nothing got accomplished? Come on, I know you have. Have you ever run a meeting and felt like you weren't organized enough or prepared enough to actually know where you were headed? Uh huh. Too often, whether you're leading or just joining meetings, can feel disorganized or overwhelming. Luckily, Hugo is here to help. Hugo is the tool that does it all, helping you get ready before a meeting, keeping you on track during the meeting, and making sure all tasks are in order after the meeting. With Hugo, you could store agendas, notes, calendars, tasks, and any other prep needed all in one place. Hugo is no hassle, just easy organization. Plus, Hugo helps you share anything before and after the meeting in an organized, neat way so that everyone can always be on the same page. Make your meetings matter, more efficient, take up less time, and feel more productive. Join over 30,000 teams and professionals having more productive meetings with Hugo. Get Hugo free for 30 days at hugo.team slash Kara. That's hugo.team backslash Kara, hugo.team slash Kara. This episode is sponsored by TurboTax. People think unusual circumstances means complicated taxes, but for TurboTax live experts, that's what makes things interesting. Maybe you inherited a condo and are renting it out, or maybe you're getting paid in crypto and aren't sure how it's taxed. For TurboTax live experts, unique situations can mean an even greater refund. TurboTax Live can match you and the right expert who has experience in your unique situation and can answer all of your tax questions right from your phone or computer. They can even take care of the whole filing process for you. Whether you launched your own startup or are working multiple jobs and juggling 
multiple incomes, an experienced TurboTax Live expert can help you during the entire filing process or do your taxes for you from start to finish to get you the tax deductions you deserve. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes. Into it, TurboTax Live. So tell me a little bit uh, more about, so one of the things I like to ask people is when you're building a business, everybody faces challenges. I'm constantly saying to to want to be entrepreneurs or or even existing entrepreneurs who feel you know, like they've really failed and they can't move forward. And can you share a story about where you faced a super big challenge or failure along the way and, and you felt like you lost your way in some way? I'd love to hear it. And also what, what you learned from that experience too, because I think that it's about getting back up, right? And it's about figuring out ways to deal with it. And, uh, I'd love to hear from you. It is. It is. So many challenges in life over a period of time for a business of 35 years. But um, the most impactful one, I think, was Michael being diagnosed with prostate cancer. And we had run the business together for many, many years. And we decided we weren't going to tell anybody. And it had progressed too far to be taken care of. So we just figured we're going to carry on. And um, for about two years before he passed away, I started working more and more in the company every single day because I had been more in the showrooms Mm -hmm. along with the merchandising and slowly getting people to kind of know who I were a little bit more because they hadn't really seen me around as much as Michael was always such a big presence. And he was such a big presence in in our company, such a strong personality. Uh, And then he passed away and I just kind of just went back to work. I didn't know how to cope with it. Um, it had been a lengthy illness, which was good for me because I could start dealing with things. Mm-hmm. But I would get up at five o'clock in the morning. People would be sending me Facebook posts, messages. I'd get on my patio. I'd just cry for half an hour. And then I'd just get up, get dressed, and go in the office. Because hmm. I needed to be that stable figure for people that were there to know the company was going to go on. And I just loved it. And Michael and I had such passion and drive for the business that I just knew I, I knew it. it it meant that. And I knew that I was going to end up being 100% owner of the company. So I looked around and people were like in their little silos. They all had different ideas of the company. Business wasn't that great. Mike, we kind of had let it fail a little bit as Michael was sick, didn't have new product categories. And so I walked in the door and said, I'm not going to let this company fail. I could have closed it mm-hmm. and I would have been fine. But I had a hundred people that worked for me. I had Hundreds of specialty stores that counted on me and their employees and my manufacturers and my contractors. And there were thousands of people that counted on me. And I was determined to rebuild the brand. So I, that's what I started doing. I started looking at what we had always done at Michael Stars and said, what do we need to do? Let's look at every single process, every single department, how we work. And we made a lot of changes and the naysayers became the champions for me. Uh, so it was really building confidence within my own company. And then we realizing I had to build confidence in the outside world. Millions of women that had bought Michael Stars that hadn't really cared about it for a few years. So we had a nice business, but it, it wasn't where it was. And I was determined to make it and to refresh the brand. So we hired a company to help us rebrand. And then um, 
I realized I needed venture capital money because to rebuild it, you needed money. Mm -hmm. I needed a new platform. I needed to get on Shopify. I needed to redo all that. I needed to have new product and people and social media, all the platforms were starting out. And um, I just couldn't take venture capital. We had, we had almost sold the company once, very, very close to signing a contract. And we just woke up and said, why are we doing this? Yeah. And we decided we just didn't want it. We wanted to remain a smaller company, but um, we loved our employees and we loved what we did. And we, we saw too many companies getting bought and then people getting booted out, um, entrepreneurs and founders. And there were less people like us in the marketplace. So I just told, called my CPA, talked to my CFO. And my CPA who'd been with me and Michael for years and years and years said, you can do it. Go ahead and do it. So I had this backup of people that were my champions. And I just gave a lot of my money, a lot of my savings. I just believed in it. And I continued to do it for five years. Um, and now when COVID hit, all the people I had helping on merchandising side that didn't work out, I was in that factory making masks the next week. I walked back in that design room, merchandising room. I rebuilt styling. And last year, 2020, our e-com business exploded. We went up 95%. In 2021, we went up 45%. Amazing. And even our wholesale business is crazy. This year, we are 25% year-to-date ahead of last year. It has been a complete turnaround that I'm so proud that I've been able to do. And I feel so empowered. It's funny. I think as women, we just never quite have that feeling. Yeah. And um, I, I embraced it. I said, I'm done. I'm done with like feeling like I'm, I, I don't deserve it. That's amazing. Well, it's, it, you have done an amazing, amazing job of, of building it. You talked a little bit about sort of some of the strategy stuff that you changed. And especially during COVID, you were partnering with other brands. I always call it borrowing equity from, from other brands to, to kind of build, um, build more on your brand. So one of them was Stitch Fix. Do you want to talk a little bit more about how that? Yeah. Um, got a wonderful brand box founded by a woman. And it was four or five years ago. And they came to us and said, we want, to, we want you to be in our box. I thought, what a great idea. It goes out to these women and they get to see my brand again. So uh, we started doing business. And over the years, it's grown and grown. And I know it's one of the reasons why consumers are finding my brand again, because there's been millions of boxes going out the door with it. So we've built that up to a really fabulous partnership. We really believe in our brand. We don't do private label. Mm -hmm. We do our label. Uh, we don't get involved in that other, other kinds of businesses. And it's interesting because people don't ask me for that. Mm -hmm. They want my brand and they realize it's, I've got, they've got the authenticity of the brand. Uh, and then there's a company called uh, Ever Eve. And this was a young woman, young buyer and her husband who lived in Minneapolis, who for a year tried to get us to sell her. We were selling other retailers, which we didn't. And finally, we just said, okay, you can have our product. There are now a hundred doors, huge wow. online business, care about their employees, care about people. We're a premier brand on their site. And then we still have all of our specialty stores that we sell to. But what's exciting collaboration we're doing now is with Upside, we're, with ThreadUp, which is this fabulous site where they're selling used items 
And I went on two years ago to find some old archival Michael Stars because we have a big archive, but I thought, you know, what's out there? And I went on Poshmark and eBay and thread up and we're buying my t-shirts for 10 and $15. They all were the old styles. I, I knew the branding that was like over 20 years old. And I probably bought 50 pieces and every one of them I could wear. That's amazing. So, you know, you think of this role of sustainability and how everybody's on their road to it. And I'm like, wait a minute, my things last for 25 years. Yeah. How, how much better, how much more sustainable can you be? There's no all this landfill with fashion products that you hear about and the waste. I think you've touched on a few of these points, but one that I think so many people are interested in. So you're a 30-year-old, 30-plus-year-old brand. So what advice would you give people to maintain a brand, grow a brand that really is going to have staying power? Um, quality, obviously, I think is is something that is absolutely critical. Um, you also touched on just getting to know your consumer because that consumer will change over time too and new trends, uh, new partnerships, et cetera. But what else would you say? Yeah, I mean, all everything you're talking about is so important. Definitely knowing my customers. And I still attend trade shows because it's nothing like talking to a buyer. I still walk into specialty stores that carry my product, talk to people who approach me. I think knowing who you're selling to is the number one thing you should be thinking about because it's not what you think is going to be in the market. It's what they're going to want to see in the marketplace. That's so true. So that's, that's really key. Um, and making sure the product is out, out, on brand. And for me in fashion, on trend, we don't really produce trendy fashion that'll go out of style quickly, like fast fashion. But people want to file when animal prints are in, they want to see an animal print from Michael Starr's. And when joggers were happening in tie-dyes, we were the first on the market, one of the first people in the market with it. And actually what's so great is when COVID hit, on our site were plenty of lounge outfits and business just kind of exploded because everybody was looking to buy clothing to wear at home. And, and the other thing is, is that I think a lot of women were doing their own laundry. They might've used to be going out to work and having somebody help so them. True. And all of a sudden they were home doing their laundry and like, whoa, Michael Starr is throwing the washer and dryer. I can look great on a Zoom call. And it's great for young mothers because with the baby's stuff all over, they can just throw it in the washer and dryer. So that that I think is is really key. You and I were talking for a few minutes ahead of time about some of your philanthropic work and and your belief that that as an entrepreneur being really you have a louder voice in in many places or you can have a lot of voice and you've been an activist, a philanthropist. So tell me how all of that sort of fits together. You know, I, I realized that Michael Starr's has a mission and it's not just producing great t-shirts that make people happy because we did realize in the end, wow, we, we really make people happy. They, they love when they come up to me and say, Michael Starr's, oh my gosh, I, I guess it's a happiness factor there. But besides that, it's that I, I can talk to people. I can communicate. I've got to, I can build a bigger community to talk to them about what I do, what our foundation does, and talk about the issues that I think are really important to save our world. Mm -hmm. you know, just equality for women. 70% of people think that we are in the Constitution and that uh, we have total equality with men and do not understand that we just have some laws that are protecting us. So there's nothing protecting us. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of the things. And then supporting all of these small organizations of women led 
nonprofits that do such amazing work in our communities and around the world, you know, whether it's voting rights or reproductive rights or just helping out in their communities, uh, mentoring kids, all of those things, people don't know where to go to be able to do it themselves. So I realize I can bring my passion and my experiences in those worlds, like going to Haiti after the earthquake and, and um, being able to mentor young women and help them find their passion. Yeah. Because everybody's so busy. They've got kids, they're running around, they're working two jobs. And uh, how do they find things that they're interested in and issues they're interested in? It's through social media now. They don't pick up a newspaper to read anymore. So trying to work with our authentic influencers too, who care about the issues that we care about and promoting the foundation. So it's, it's been exciting, exciting place to be and realizing the future lies in that. Like we're, I just believe a brand should be more than just a brand. I mean, you should bring your, your business acumen into it, but we should just be more about than profits. I mean, it, it really is about making a difference. We can, we can be change makers through our companies. I 1000% believe that as well. So, so tell me and the listeners how we can follow you and, and more about Michael Starr's progress and everything that you're doing. Well, you can find us on um, Instagram at Michael Stars and also Michael Stars Vintage, which is those old t-shirts that we brought back again. So uh, good. Suzanne underscore learner. And um, we're offering a discount to all you people listening to Kara's podcast, which I think will be in the notes. Yes. To uh, help you purchase your your newest Michael Stars product. And I'm so happy to be on this call with you, Kara. You are phenomenal. I'm I'm so impressed. And just finished reading your autobiography, your book. It's so great. I, I just recommend anybody going out and reading it. It's an important book to read if you're an entrepreneur. Well, I think yours is going to be next. I have a feeling. So <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, you have so many, uh, so many stories that I think are really, really important for people to hear. And more than anything, people to hear these stories to know that they can do it too. So it's, uh, I really, really thank you for coming on and giving us a little bit of a taste uh, for it. And thank you everyone for, for listening. Uh, a huge thank you to Suzanne. We are here every Monday and Wednesday. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe to the Kara Golden show. So you're not missing out on any episodes and give, uh, this episode and all episodes, a five-star gold rating. It just helps the algorithms to, uh, recognize that we're out there and uh, and get the latest from me daily on all social channels at Kara Golden with an I. And a shameless plug, Suzanne mentioned it, but my book, if you haven't picked up a copy of Undaunted, uh, Overcoming Doubts and Doubters, I share my story of how I uh, mostly journey of building Hint, but a little more in there. I think you'll really get to know me and and uh, my family uh, as well just by reading or listening to the book on Audible. And last but not least, hopefully you'll pick up some Michael Starr's clothing and and uh, drink some Hint as well. You can get that in stores and online. And thanks everyone for listening. Goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for 
anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.